John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak. Uh, Simcoe County Council, of course, they're on a bit of a hiatus until, uh, you know, for, for the summer. There's yeah. a little bit of summer break. But uh, you know who doesn't get to rest, of course, is the warden of Simcoe County. In fact, he's on a camping trip right now and still checking in with us. Uh, we have Warden Basil Clark. Uh, how's the camping going, Warden? It's actually been going great. It's uh, it's beautiful weather over here at the Earl Roll Campground in Alliston. So oh. my wife, Carrie, and I have been enjoying this quite a bit. That's nice. nice. Uh, you know, Melanie lived in a trailer for about a year and a half. It's different. Okay. That's glamping <laughs> compared to camping. Oh, okay. That's that you were crying, was it? <laughs> uh, Warden, always great to hear from you. Lots going on, I mean, even though the council's in, in a bit of a recess. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, uh, celebrating a big anniversary of Cycle Simcoe. This is a division of uh, Tourism Simcoe County dedicated to cycling in our in our county. Uh, you know, certainly our area, Collingwood area, big on cycling. Yeah. Uh, nice to see yes. the county is still a, a big supporter of this. Yes, this is what well, we've been improving, especially with Brandon, who's uh, headed up this division. Now, this is our 10th anniversary, and yeah, we have installed 17 new hubs across the area, and they're quite beautiful. You take your time to, to get over to one. We had a partnership with Aurelia District Arts Council, and they hand-painted by local artists some of the unique designs we have at the entrance to the trails, and of course, there's a repair stations and a little resting place. So I encourage everybody to dust off that old bicycle and get out and enjoy what county has to offer. You know, we've got a lot of interconnecting trails between Collingwood, Wasaga Beach, the town of Blue Mountains, and into Clearview Township. Is there thoughts of, of really doing a full-on Simcoe County trail? Absolutely there is. Like, we've got links now, Oramadani through Aurelia, and all the way from uh, Aurelia right up to Midland. And uh, Romero Township, we're, we had one of the openings at our trailheads, which will get you up to Casino Rama. We have a few little obstacles on the way over my way, including that Atherley Bridge, which right. every time I look at it, it seems to get bigger. <laughs> so that's, that's one of the obstacles, but eventually we'd like to link all of these trails. And, mm. yes, you can just join any municipality you'd like. Now, the uh, long-term care uh, sector is always in need of having individuals, PSWs, etc. Uh, they're, they're looking for individuals to Staffing. work. Yeah. And right now, yeah. there's an opportunity at the long-term care at Sunset Manor right here in Collingwood if people would like to walk in. It, it, boy, it doesn't get any easier. And we've been yeah. so successful with this program. Uh, I was uh, actually at... Trillium Manor, our old home, and uh, yeah, I, we were there for the annual barbecue, and there's two young ladies that just started the course, so it, we don't need to interview just from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. walk in with your resume, have an interview, sit down with any luck, you'll be working because we're yeah, so right. these are walk-in yes. interviews available at Sunset yes. Manor happening uh, 9 to 4, Monday to Friday. It's kind of like a little pop-up. So if you want to join the organization, you can just walk in and, and set yourself up. We're having a little trouble we with your cell ward, and it's cutting out just a little bit. Uh, but okay. let, let's see if we can keep going here, because I want to talk about this. Uh, homeless prevention strategy actions. This is something that each of the communities within Simcoe County are actively looking at. Uh, what are we doing on a county basis to, to, to work on this? Yeah, we've got our 10-point plan now, and we're, I'm going to talk a little quieter. Hopefully my phone won't uh, quit on you. Sounds so good now. We're, 
Yes, making affordable housing more attainable to help end homelessness. And, you know, we've got a deep rent subsidy now from six to $800 to help people that are just at the edge because, as you know, there's so few places to rent and mm. it's getting so expensive with today's inflation and, and just the cost of living. And we also are supporting not only the unhoused population, but working with the community to improve safety and build trust and foster understanding and compassion. And that's the biggest part when you're trying to help people that are that have found themselves homeless or on the street is getting them to trust you. You know, we're not here to, to run you down the road and dump you somewhere. We really, really want to help and get people back on their feet and, and, and back as independent living. You know, when you talk to some of the homeless who have who generally, you know, a lot of the homeless people have all kinds of issues beyond just being homeless. Uh, a lot of them are, are, you know, some of the criteria it takes to take advantage of these programs um, make it not attractive for them. It's actually easier and better for them in their minds to just live on the street. Well, that and, and that's the sad part. And, you know, we've got more outreach team on the street now uh, hoping to play. And that's the whole key is to approach folks and talk to them because there is help out there. They just need some guidance in finding it. Right. And, uh, and that's, that's the one key that we found worked very well for us at Simcoe County. We take the time to talk to the folks because there are some that are struggling with addictions, of course, and, and we have treatment centers for that. There's some with some mental illnesses. And some people, unfortunately, you get knocked down so many times and you just yep. need a little help yeah. getting back up. Right? Well, uh, kudos to those frontline workers uh, that are going out there doing that work. It's not easy. Uh, it's it's sometimes a bit dangerous, but uh, thank goodness they're out there doing that. Listen, they're a special kind of saint that work mm. with the homeless and also that even work in our long-term care. You know, those are different type of people. I, I wish we had more of them in our society. Absolutely. Well, switching gears a little bit, being more accessible and implementing age-friendly practices in our business could really open up uh, the doors for an older aging clientele, just individuals with accessibility needs. There's actually awards that businesses can get for being age-friendly. Yes, there is. And as an integral part of our community and business organizations, you know, they can make investments in being more age-friendly because, you know, our population is aging. And little simple things like automatic door openers. Mm. Yeah. You know, we always think of that for people that are disabled, but it makes your business so much more attractive. I mean, how many times yourself? You've got an umbrella in one hand and a bag in the other, and you're doing the little hip bump on that (laughs) button, right? right? And there's nothing where you walk up and it's a 50-pound door, and, and, and people will walk away if, if they're you know, just unable to pull that door open. It's, it's a little embarrassing to them, and they move on. So it's all about making your business more presentable and more age-friendly. And, and I'll tell you, I don't want to everybody risk a brand new hip on a 50-pound door. <laughs> well, that's it. That. Yep. <laughs> So there's, you know, it's more to it than just the age. It's about making that business more friendly, and you'll be more profitable in the end. Uh, people and can that's ap- why we, we have these. People can actually apply to win these awards, right? They can make them, like, they can certainly nominate bring it down. Yes, yeah. yes uh, and anybody can nominate a business at simco.ca slash age hyphen friendly. And, uh, yes, get in there and uh, show your business, show what you're doing, or if you know a business that's that's doing an outstanding job certainly enter them in this contest. 
Uh, we've been having lots of uh, discussion about uh, uh, really because I remember when when we went to the larger bins when we changed the way we're doing our uh, waste diversion. Uh, there was a lot of discussion about how big these bins are, but I, I, it seems that most people are, are accepting them and, and liking them. Uh, and yeah. and the fact that you have the the you know the every other week pickup for recycling or 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 garbage, mm-hmm. um, it seems to be working. Except some folks are are confusing the weeks. Yes, yeah, so I tell everybody, make sure you get on the Simcoe County Clex app. Yes. It's it's just great. And access our Waste Wizard and the Simcoe Sorts game, and that kind of mm-hmm. helps you understand what goes in and what's bag, what's cart, I should say. Because we still have 35% of our garbage on a biweekly basis that should be in the green cart. Yeah. And, you know, that's taking up 35% of our landfill. Uh, residents are doing a great job, but there's still a little more we can do. And, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned the carts and the size of them, because even my I had concerns with, holy smokes, how are we going to get these things down the driveway? But uh, folks love them. And living in Romero, I've got people on the Quartha Lake side, other side of the boundary, walking around with petitions. How do we get? How do we get those carts? If yeah. You guys have over there. Those things are awesome. And <laughs> take it up with your uh, local government. So you know, they've been well received. And even the bi-weekly. If you're putting everything in the organics that you should be, uh, then there's nothing left that smells in your garbage. So keeping it an extra week or so isn't a problem. So. I, I encourage everybody to take the challenge and, and do the best sorting we can do. I know that uh, the landfill site in Collingwood will be closed by the end of this year. How is that going to yeah. impact us, those who want to just take stuff to the dump? It, you won't even notice a difference. Okay. When you pull in, there'll be bins there where you will, very similar to now, where you put your, your organics in one bin and everything is sorted out. So it will now become a transfer station. So to the actual customer themselves, you won't notice a difference. Right. Uh, you're, th- there'll be less garbage trucks coming into your neighborhood now <laughs> because right. you'll only be the transport hauling it out right. as opposed right. to all those trucks heading in. So you'll have less traffic on the road. But the customer themselves won't notice a difference. Will that increase some of the cost of of the unloading of this uh, of the waste? And down the road, it may. Right. Uh, you won't notice a difference right now because we're transporting garbage into your site as well as hauling sure. out. So now it, it, that will stop. So that won't change the cost. The concern is, of course, in in five years. Uh, even Ontario is going to run out of waste storage in about seven years. And, uh, wow. and kudos to, to your mayor because she's very concerned about this as well. It's time yeah. we get on the province and even the feds and said, listen, uh, what are we doing? garbage is becoming an issue. Yeah. Because right now it's all going, a lot of it goes across the border. And if we lose that option, uh, Ontario will run out very quickly. Yeah, because they're, they're certainly going to look after their own first. So they'll shut us yes. off before anything else. Uh, yeah, so that it, it's, it's, it is a concern to the council, but the trouble is to actually try and get a new landfill or an incinerator. You're looking at 20 and 25 years, and and that goes through multiple councils, and it's just the ball can get dropped so easily. It, we need the province to either streamline it or take it seriously and take it on themselves. Well, joining us live from his uh, campsite, Warden Basil Clark has joined us. Thanks so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you, and have a, have a great day. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.